Hello, everybody, and welcome to the jungle. This here is Albumholics, Guns N' Roses edition. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you didn't like that intro? No, I mean, it was something. <laughs> um, but yeah, for today, we got uh, Guns N' Roses here, a band from the nineteen late 1980s. I mean, these guys were touring with L.A. Guns and something other roses, I don't know. Um and two separate bands, and then they formed like a super group of some of the good, some of the dudes. I mean, those other bands weren't really that popular, anyways. Fuck them. Yeah, Guns N' Roses though, they are a very popular band, one of the quintessential '80s. Oh yeah, like hard rock bands. So, uh, yeah, should we uh, get into it here? Yeah, why not? You ready? I mean, that's what we're here for, right? Is it? Probably it just to waste a couple hours on a Sunday. We no. <laughs> All right, we got the number one selling album by them, "Appetite for Destruction" from 1987. Appetite for a better sounding singer. What? Man, Axl Rose has a very unique voice. Yes. <laughs> yes, he does. See how I didn't say it was good. Smart choice. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess I will start. Because this is my pick, um, I gave this album an A minus. Ooh. Yeah, you gotta put that minus in there. Yeah, I, you definitely do. Mm-hmm. Cause I gave like a B. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Why did you like it as much as I liked it? Even though you don't, I don't know why I liked it. Yeah. Why did you like it? <laughs> um, well, obviously, besides you know some of the big songs like "Welcome to the Jungle." Paradise City, Sweet Child of Mine. Um, I really enjoy it. It's a no, lot of the other songs on here, like no, Night Train, no Mr. Love Brownstone. For, I was going to say, No Love for Mr. Brownstone. I was going to say, you don't like Mr. Brownstone? I do, but oh. I think it's... Yeah. I, I like it more than most other songs on this. Really? Yeah. I, I've always liked it more than the other songs, though. Yeah, I mean, every time it comes on the radio. It's a contender for one of the best songs on this album. But Night Train, Mr. Brownstone, Anything Goes, Rocket Queen, like... I like the majority of this album, so outside of the ones that I already knew, like Welcome to the Jungle, Paradise City, and Sweet Child of Mine, which, I mean, it's nice to hear some other stuff by them, because those other three songs are way, way overplayed on, like, every rock station, so, but they are good songs, which is why they're played, but, um, yeah, Axel has a very unique voice, um, but it fits very well with this band and the type of music that they play yeah so what uh what did you think I'll tell you what songs I liked you ready for this mind blowing episode of I like Welcome to the Jungle <laughs> Mr. Brownstone Paradise City and Sweet Child of the Mind I could have left every other song it was just like bro really yeah I okay. did not care for any of the deep cuts of Guns N' Roses okay I didn't first off Axel's voice gets annoying about Two songs fast every popular <laughs> song. By the time, honestly, by the time it's so easy was the halfway down. I'm like, bro, Axel, mm-hmm. stop. And then there were still more songs to get to Mr. Brownstone. Yep. Then you get two nice songs of that in Paradise City. And, like, yeah, and mm-hmm, then you mm-hmm. get like four more songs. Then you get two more songs. Then you get Sweet Child of Mine. And then it's like, bro. <laughs> I will admit the song, the album did have. A lot of songs on it. It graded his voice after a while. It grades on me. But yeah. I mean, 
musically wise, I didn't think it was anything that mind blowingly great either. No, no. I thought it was it was a good kind of in a in an era or in a decade that was you know dominated by glam metal and things like that. This was a like a return to just hard rock. Like they didn't. I, I'd say there's glam metal bands that do better hard rock. Really? Then. Okay. Like who? I, honestly, <laughs> any of the glam metal bands do like a lot of good hard rock songs. I I just think that if this doesn't have those three songs. No, no, I'm not even. No, I'm not even gonna talk about the other three songs. Okay. If this album does not have "Sweet Child of Mine." This album is knocked down for a lot of people. That's Dude, true. The that play true. count. I know. Difference. Sweet Child of Mine is like a billion. Is, is yeah, and Welcome to the Jungle is just Welcome to the Jungle also has that. Um, it's a, there's a reason a lot of bands try to write songs for sports. Was that song written for sports? No, but it's one of those songs like Crazy Train that gets played yeah, at every single fucking sporting yeah, event you've ever gone to. It's just the intro to Welcome to the Exactly. Jungle, just the guitar intro. Exactly. Yeah. And Paradise City is just, I mean, it's Paradise City. <laughs> but I think. You okay? You need to get that? Sorry, man. Mine didn't go. Mm mm. Yeah, I know. It's only one sound. I mean, I'll touch more on this later, but. But I felt for Guns N' Roses. But yeah. I don't know. I just think without Sweet Child of the Mind, this album this album is not as good as everybody remembers it. I I don't think that the other three songs are bad. I think they're good. Yeah. But Sweet but Child of the Mind is a standout. I like, think because that song is so accessible to everybody, and I mean everybody, everybody, and it has that great opening riff, yeah. which after a while sounds annoying. The solo is on point, though. Yep. But that song is so accessible compared to Every other GNR song. Yeah, for sure. And there's some other things I think that boost the popularity of GNR, but mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, mean, I, I, I think it's a great hard rock 80s album. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's the definitive hard rock album. But I, no, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying of like the glam. Yeah. Because that's how everybody feels right when um, grunge takes over. Getting away from the hair metal and the glam bands and... Trying something new. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, musically wise, I don't think is that amazing. And I think, you know, normally when you hear albums like this, it's because nobody's doing that what that band did. Yeah. I think there's a bunch of bands at this time they and better. before them doing them what they did. I mean, Miley Crew has what, like four albums out of this, five albums out at this point? Something like that, yeah. And they've already done? Yeah, and they, oh no, they haven't even released Dr. Feelgood yet. That's like, what I'm saying. And they've already done better versions of what I think a lot of... Not counting, obviously, Walk in the Jungle, you know, the yeah, big songs. Yeah, But every other song on there, I think, has been... Kind of average rock song. Yeah, I, I don't think, you know, it's as great. And I think everybody talks about Appetite for being this killer debut album, which it is because those songs are so fucking played. Yep. Yeah, I mean it sold thirty million out thirty million copies. Like yeah. It is a and I I can tell you I agree with you that Sweet Child of Mine is probably what pushed a lot of those album sales. Yeah. So I I, I mean I I think in, if I had to rank the four big songs, mm-hmm. I, I still would probably put Paradise City last. It's my least of the favorite. <laughs> but I, I I really like Mr. Brownstone 
and then Welcome to the Jungle, and then Sweet Child of Mine. Mm-hmm. And I like Mr. Brownstone, one, because I'm pretty sure it's written by Slash. I think so, yeah. And it just doesn't have... It's just a different style. Yeah, it's a that different Axel style of singing and singing, playing and yeah. everything. So. And it's just... It's different. It's a different song mm-hmm. to what I feel like the yeah. rest of the album was. And that's why I think I like it more. Also, yeah. it just honestly could have made it on Buzz Ballads because it's, it's a good song about, like... <laughs> You know the yeah. the heroin. That's basically what it is. You know, man. Why didn't you put "Sweet Child of Mine" on Buzz Ballad? Because I don't. <laughs> I I know. It's not my least favorite. It's GNR song. Yeah, but it's at at this point in our lives, we've heard it so many times. Like I'm just yeah. I'm just saying. When I came into Appetite, I was expecting to get blown away. I guess. Yeah, just because of the hype. Yeah, or maybe not blown away. That's the wrong way. But like, normally when I think of like great you know top albums of all time mm-hmm. where you're talking about like you know you know like what appetite is talked about by some people not everybody yeah i expect the songs that are in between the four big songs to be just as good to be just a tier below but i feel like not every song was like that mm-hmm. i feel like some were just <laughs> honestly kind of what it's so easy it's just kind of a cringy song the whole time i sat there <laughs> right like yeah. i don't know maybe it's just me yeah that one and uh, out to get me i did not like that yeah. song either so and then i just feel like the way axel sings like i i, I do very enjoy high-pitched singing mm-hmm. i don't know what the fuck axel you would counterify that i guess yeah it is high-pitched but uh-huh. all of my favorite jnr songs are the ones where he doesn't sing like that yeah does he do the high-pitched stuff so Alright. Alright, yeah. I also accidentally listened to all the albums in reverse order, which was an interesting I've never You did? Yeah. I mean it doesn't make a difference, but yeah. there was I just went Oh crap, I went backwards because I just you know, on Spotify when you click the albums. Yeah. It lists newest to oldest if you yeah. have it set that way. So I was just listening. Chinese democracy well, and Yeah, fuck Chinese democracy, but <laughs> But more like Well, so I knew not to click Chinese democracy, which is weird, this makes even more less sense. And then I just clicked Use Your Illusion 2 and just went backwards from there. Even from, like, the last song to the first song? No, 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 just okay. album-wise. Okay. Okay. And I was like, wait, the fuck? And then I got the GNR last, and I was like, wait, isn't this the second album? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the heck's going on? So, but speaking of GNR lies, yeah. the next album here from 1988. Andy, what did you give this? Like a C? Oh, okay. Why is that? I don't know, I just... I don't know. I don't feel like it had. I mean, yeah, patience. Okay, sure, but yeah. You can you can admit that the last song was your favorite. No, I am never <laughs> in my life even jokingly going to admit that once in one in a million. Yeah. That I don't know. I just I didn't like this as much. Oh, this is also the live or whatever. I just I don't know. Yeah. Speaking speaking of that though, um, according to the. Uh, Wikipedia page here, those first four songs that are live. Yeah. You know, I have air quotes here. Apparently, they're not live. No. They were, you know, done in a studio and then the they were overdubbed with crowd audiences and they did like the stadium sound type thing. And apparently, it's because the record label was like, yeah, we can't afford that. <laughs> so we're not, it's like, you can't record a live or you have to do it this way, you know? But um, I actually enjoyed this album, except for last song yeah but um <clears throat> i i felt like it was more of just kind of 
like I don't know, kind of like bar hard rock, you know, stuff that you would hear um, in a good, not like a small bar, but you know, a big bar. Just dudes playing out, having fun. Um, I mean, the first four songs, I really like that. They were songs that were from their previous bands, and then they did a cover of Mama Kin by Aerosmith. But I really like those first four songs. Like they flowed really well together. They had Patience on here. I really like that song. That's a song I've always listened to by Guns N' Roses. Um, Used to Love Her is a pretty good song too, but then You're Crazy and One in a Million. Like, eh, gotta throw those songs off there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. So, I just... Yeah, I gave I gave the album like a solid B. To me, this is what GNR feels like without any big song. Yeah. Like, they're just hard rock band. You know? Yeah, they... So. Like I said, I have some theories, some conspiracy theories. Ooh. That I'll touch what? on when... Oh, just later. Uh, Just GNR. Like, when we talk about, like, how do you feel about the band overall? How does that make you feel? Yeah. Did your dad go for cigarettes and never coming back really affect your choice in music? <laughs> right. Did he ever um, get that milk? Did he? He never came home, so no. Oh. Anyways. Sorry to hear that. Bad me. Yeah. Um, it's probably spoiled by now. I was going to say, do you want to touch on the uh, last song at nope. all? Nope. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Give it the time. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I enjoyed most of the album. thought it was pretty good. So. Yeah. All right. Should we move on here to the next one? We should. We should use our illusion to move on. Yeah. Use Your Illusion, the double album. First, Use Your Illusion 1. Um, I feel like... This album has one good song. Yeah, obviously it's Live and Let Die. No, that fucking song is terrible. <laughs> it's not... No, fuck, that's an, that was an instant skip. It's not my <laughs> least favorite r song. That's on... The next album? Yeah, but I also just hate that song in general, so I don't really care who records it. Yeah. Um, I... I struggled with this one because I I read all the hype around it and I read all the reviews and everything and I've seen so many people saying like this is an amazing album it's fantastic like it has all these different combinations of this style and this and Axel does this this way and you know Slash is doing this and I I just didn't see it I didn't see anything like I I gave this one like a C plus yeah I also gave it a C so. I mean, it has November Rain. It's a Just great song. The only good song, yeah. No, they Don't Cry is a good song too. November Rain is the only good song off don't this album. Don't Cry is another good don't song. Don't cry that I think that November Rain is the only good song <laughs> off this album. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Live and Let Die cover was definitely an interesting take. It's trash. It's it's an interesting I will take. never forget when we came I don't I think we came back from Indiana. And do you remember this? I think I do. And we were coming back from Illinois, I think, and my dad was driving us. Yeah. And he doesn't really listen to any like hard rock or anything like that. <laughs> um, and so we asked to have the hard rock station because it's yeah. like a six-hour drive. And Live and Let Die came on, and he went, nope, and just yeah. changed the channel. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> like, he heard the opening notes, and he heard it wasn't Paul McCartney, which is maybe his favorite artist yeah, all the time, and he was nope. like, nope. <laughs> And I agree with him. I that song is that's a trash cover. No, yeah, yeah. So I, 
I, I, I don't understand why this album is so highly rated. Maybe it's got the Sweet Child of Mine treatment, you know, because November Rain's on it. Yeah. Which apparently was recorded back in, like, 85 or something like that. You know, half their good songs were recorded back then. Just haven't been released until later. But, yeah, I don't know. Had <sighs> Maybe they could have used their illusion, illusion me some better songs. <laughs> right. Dude, double jive talking, I was like what the fuck is this is a 1991 album and you're talking about jive talking from 20 years ago bringing it back man and then you know they brought it back for what how long is that song like three minutes and then you know it disappeared again yeah so uh yeah i don't know it was it was very meh i wasn't in wasn't too impressed so a lot of filler on this album. At oh. least I felt like. See, that's a lot of the reviews I saw. Or I, I saw. We were just talking about how much filler is on this album. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. What is it? 16 songs, an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, hour 15 minutes, 16 songs. and Unlike some other. Both albums are an hour 15. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm looking at the list right here now. Of all the songs, in. like. Right next door to hell, Dust and Bones, Perfect Crime. Like, I don't remember a majority of these songs. Yeah, because they were all just mediocre yeah. songs at best. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you got anything else to say about the mediocre Use Your Illusion 1? Nope. All right, let's do Use Your Illusion 2. What would you think of this one? Double album, released the same year, 91. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both are 15. I want to guess like a C+. Plus. Okay. It does have my two favorite JNR songs on it, though. Let me guess. Civil War. Yes. And You Could Be Mine. How'd you know? The only two good songs off the album. Man. First off, I hate their version, but I also hate the Bob Dylan version. I hate Knocking on Heaven's Door. Really? Like, I just hate that song. Okay, that's fair. And I think it's the chorus and how slow the song sounds. I just hate Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yeah. I just hate Knock, 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 Knocking on Heaven's Door. Like, <laughs> just knock on it. Yeah. But I love Civil War. Dude, I do too. I love that oh, song. It's it's easily the most played. It's actually probably, GNR song it's probably I think the only GNR song I have on any playlist. Yeah. I love Civil War. Dude, so do I. What we got here? It's failure, failure to, to communicate. communicate. Um, yeah, I, cool I like Luke. this album better than the first one. Or better than Use Your Illusion 2. One. Also, I know you would because it has You Could Be Mine. Yeah. I don't know how big a fan of Terminator you are. Oh, yeah. And it always... They're both the both Terminator movies they have it, and it fits in so perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you could be mine. Is that's where I first heard it was Terminator Two. Um, great song, just in general. Like, and it's it's crazy. Like a majority of the songs that I really like, they all wrote before Appetite came out, and they just haven't released them. You know, but I I personally I do like the cover of Knocking on Heaven's Door. Um, I also like Yesterday's. I like Get Breakdown. Up. Ain't no knocking in this house. <laughs> Right. So I, I gave this album a B because I liked more songs on this album. I'd have given it a B if it didn't have Knocking on Heaven's Door on it. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, dude, I mean. I don't like that song. But I, don't, I don't hate it that much. I just. Yeah. That. There's only two songs I skipped. Wow, there's three songs I skipped. Yeah. Man, I'm not going to talk about the other one. But I skipped Live and Let Die and Knocking on Heaven's Door as soon as it came up. I was like, nope. Not yeah, I, I listened to Live and Let Die again. I was like. I mean, I don't, 
I don't really listen to the original either, but the cover is not that not that good. No. It's, a, it's an interesting take. That's all I got to say. Um, I got to say, though, we didn't talk about the best song on the album, which is My World. <laughs> the only... Wait, isn't that a Limp Bizkit song, too? Uh, no, it's a St. Anger song, too. Oh, But yeah. um, My World, it's a minute 26. It is just a wild fucking mess of weird vocal synths and weird guitar sounds and i think that's the one where he's trying to like uh copy nine inch nails which would have been big at this time yeah probably and all i know is i said what the fuck was my world that that was an interesting choice to end this album i think most people have that on as their worst gnr song. song yeah that is which is amazing well they, deserved which is amazing because they covered knock on heaven's door just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I like it better than the Easier Illusion one. So yeah, me too. They also did have some really long songs on here, like Estranged. Hey man, you really got to make that hour fifteen minutes. mark. Nine minutes, and then you got Locomotive, which is eight forty two. Breakdown, which I did like, but it's you know over seven minutes. The first song, Civil Wars, amazing song. It is seven forty two though. But that song. You don't feel the seven minutes. No, you really don't. So. But. All right. Should we uh, go on here to the next great album, The Great Spaghetti Incident? I was going to say, should we mention why we're skipping The Spaghetti Incident? Yeah, we should. Because we skipped it's, it because it's just a bunch of covers. Yeah. Same reason we skipped Garage Inc. With Metallica. With Metallica. Like, we're, if I want to hear those songs, I'll hear, I guess, the originals first. Yeah. But yeah, so that's why we that's why we chose to skip it, even though it is, I guess technically still is Garage Inc. Technically a studio album, because you technically yeah. recorded an album in the studio. Yeah, but it's that's not original material. No, exactly. You know? So we were looking for original material. Original material. Though they did do, I think, some of their own songs. Fuck them. Like they re-recorded some of them. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, dude, they had a song by Glenn Danzig on here. Yeah, it's the Misfits. Yeah. It's one of the- All right. Uh, we got 2008's Chinese Democracy. One of the most anticipated albums at the time. And then sucked. <laughs> um, yeah. Gave it a C. A C? about what I gave it. I, I feel like this lines up just with GNR Lies. I was like... Yeah. So, I want to point out that this album is, I think, one of the most, if not the most expensive albums ever to be made. Odd. Is There's no... Well, yeah. Like, I was thinking the most expensive album sold, and that'd be the Wu-Tang. Oh, yeah. This one's, like, to be produced and made. Yeah. Like, there were, there were memes about this album, and if it was ever going to come out. Like, the record label had to cut them cut Axel off because it was pretty much just him at this point like Slash and Izzy and um, Duff yeah Duff all left. come on man <laughs> they all left um, during the making of this album well yeah because uh, it took 20 years 17 okay but no for real like they had to cut Axel off because he just kept blowing through money like he recorded this, and then he's like, no, I hate all that, and then re-recorded all this, and then cut that, and then hired these guys, and then redid all these songs, and then scrapped all those. Like, It was just a huge mess. I think there was like a Pepsi 
um, advertisement. They're like, well, if this album ever comes out at this point, it's like, we'll buy everybody in the United States a Pepsi yeah. or something like that. So, but super long album. It's, it's over uh, 70 minutes. It just didn't have any songs I liked, which makes it hard. Yeah. To like an album, if you don't have any songs in there, you like. Yeah. It it starts off it like this. It kind of sounds like industrial metal, or industrial rock. You know, they have some weird tones in it. Like if you were to listen to like a Rammstein album or something like that. Yeah, maybe like not that industrial, but well, yeah. Yeah. It, it's like Rammstein light. Mm-hmm. Um, like there were there were a lot of little parts here and there that I liked, but. Nothing is a whole song. I don't know. I agree with that. It just, yeah, there was parts here and there that were like, oh, it's all right. And then it was like, oh, there's still nine more songs to go. Yeah. And you're like, maybe they'll be better. And then they never were. Mm-hmm. And, and to yeah. think of all the time and money that went into this yeah. album. And this was the best you could come up with? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody and their mom knows the album Chinese Democracy. And everybody and their mom knows the album sucks. Like, yeah. Like, if you look, if you looked up a picture of Letdown Albums. in the dictionary, there'd be Duke Nukem Forever and then <laughs> <laughs> and then Chinese Democracy. <laughs> Forgot about Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if this album came out as like a solo venture, I I could give it maybe a little bit better, but as a Guns N' Roses album, yeah. Nah. They have way, way better material, way better songs. Yeah. Other than what's on here. So. You could say that. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Gave it a C. You know what I thought of as we were listening to this? Yeah. Just how overrated GNR is. They, They are very, very... And well played, and the radio and I thought and that media. because if you take out Appetite for Destruction, they really don't have they don't have anything. Yeah, but what has kept them going, and I think what has helped make Jinar so popular, was one those four songs off the first album. Mm-hmm. But also, when you think of you know back in time, you think of that popularized eighties sound no sound not sound scene like that that hard rock light 80s fast live fast die young lifestyle yep that's literally what gnr embodied right like axel is not the world's greatest singer in fact he might be he's one of the most unique (laughs) yeah but he's not the greatest slash not the world's greatest guitarist he he he, he's he's okay he's good he's a little overrated he's definitely overrated other people in the band, not not anything great what they do, right? But they were able to to sell so much in to like that that lifestyle, like and and they lived it, right? The, yep. the hard partying, the drugs, and oh, yeah. all that. When you think of the, so that also was like you know you think of that, you think that's what you think of. You think the same thing with Miley Crew, right? Yeah, they were the hard partying, L.A. strip guys. Dudes, yeah, yeah, and that helped like like the mythos of Guns and Roses helped push them higher as well as. The songs from the first album were just on all the radio, right? Yeah. 
But then when you start getting into them as musicians, which is what GNR Lies is, and most of Use Your Illusion 1 mm-hmm. and Use Your Illusion 2, it's really not that great. Yeah. Like, it's it's not bad. It's like, it, it's decent hard rock. But it's not a music you would think of from a band that's so widely held as, like, people were having riots because they didn't go to the stage. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, they also they also lived off the diva lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Axl Rose, mostly, but... Yeah, I mean, I remember... Watching a video of him jumping off stage and punching a dude. Well, and yeah. Just, like quit, and then they quit the show after not even one song or maybe one song. Or something yeah. Like that. So when you get a frontman who's so like larger than life than Axel, and you have, yeah. I still don't know why Slash is so overly popular except for that November Rain it's, part. No, it's because of a uh, sweet child of mine. Oh yeah, that too. And you know, and they also came up at the right time where MTV was just playing music videos, yeah, like nonstop, and they were playing a lot of. GNR's music videos. Yep. And then, I would assume, as their popularity started to whine in the mid-90s, here come the memes of, when's Chinese democracy going to come out? And that kept their name yeah. relevant Yeah. till 2008 when it came out. And then it was like, oh my God, this will we wait 20 years for? Yeah. I, I will say, though, um, they released a new song like either last year or the year before. Um, and its name is stupid. It's called Heart School, but with S-K-O-O-L, you know? Yeah, Twenty be, years too late on that too. Yeah, um, but it it sounds actually kind of good. Like they have all the original members back. Yeah, um, and it's kind of just a return to that early '80s kind of sound that got them popular. But um, yeah, I agree with what you said. Like a lot of their stuff isn't spectacular outside of some of the early stuff on the first album. So I'm just saying, if you take out Axl Rose, so like his, you know, just mm-hmm. unique vocals. Like that's how you know it's a GNR song. And you put somebody else in there that sings the same lyrics and all that, in close to the same vein, but not as recognizable. I think most people would be very surprised if to hear like these are GNR songs or like they wouldn't be that. Oh yeah, I, mean, I guess it's okay. Yeah. Now, you know, the first album is just catapulted to success, but I think just most of the other songs don't live up to the hype that is. The huge band that is GNR, you know? Yeah. yeah. I agree. And I think now they're just living off that mythos they had back in the... You know, right? Like, let's be honest. Metallica hasn't released a good album in, like, 30 years at this point. <laughs> Since 91. Eh, I mean, Load was... But they don't need to, right? I because... Know. They live off the first five. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, they don't need to play any of those songs in a set list. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, you know. I just think GNR just lives off the mythos of like that hard partying LA lifestyle, mm-hmm. and in a vacuum, you know, everybody always sees that, and thinks, oh, these guys, you know, they, they lived the life, and they were. But really, musician wise, if they yeah. didn't have that big song, and I don't think that's why I say like, if Sweet Child of Mine wasn't as accessible mm-hmm. to every thing in everyday life. I can see GNR going down as like a band that had a really good debut album, and that's, and that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, and just being another. Do you think, do you think if November Rain was replaced, because apparently they wanted to put both of them on Appetite? Yeah, I, but they didn't because they had Sweet Child. Man. I think if you take the music video away from November Rain, it's not as good. It, I mean, I think it's an okay song, but that music video just on constant loop yep 
on MTV and it yeah. being so expensive to make and being the first real like maybe not the first real but like one of the first real music videos you know yeah I remember seeing that kid that uh, music video as a kid like in my early like under 10 you know years old so that's what I'm saying like we joke about like wanting to be slash walking out but I yeah. think a lot of people wanted to be slash walking out of that church yeah playing that guitar ripping that solo I, th- I think yeah I think if the music video for November Rain doesn't exist but the song still exists. I don't think I think Gene RR that that band that just had that strong debut album. Yeah. But then couldn't follow it up with anything. Personally, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Meet me. So yeah, I I agree. I'd give Guns N' Roses overall like a B minus. I'd give them like a C plus. All right, Andy. Do you know what we have next? I have an idea, but you're going to pick. I'm going to pick. I got two bands. Now I can tell you their names. Okay. I'll just tell you there's band A and there's band B. And they are both mid 2000s one hit wonders. But they're both very different bands. I was going to say, I hope it's not Lou Bega. It's not. (laughs) We're not listening to Lou Bega. Which one do you want? You want band A or band B? Um, I'll flip my phone. Band B. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then these band, this band will be right up your alley. Yeah. Is it stained? No. Oh. We did. <laughs> what man? I only like my phone flip. No, I no, I just the band that was band B instead of band A. Oh. Um would you have rather have done band A? No, I wouldn't much rather. I'm so glad you chose band B. Oh. <laughs> okay. We're gonna do the Lost Lonely Boys. Who? Exactly. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, they only had one song in the nineties in the nineties, the two thousands. Yeah. It spent it was only up to sixteen on the Billboard Hot Hunter, but it spent sixteen weeks at number one on the adult contemporary and their first album sold Nice. And it'll be right up your alley. I'll show you the music video for their big song here in a minute. Okay. You're going to love it. (laughs) I'm so glad you chose B instead of A. All right. All right. Well, check us out next week for who? The Lost Lonely Boys. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine this one will be a... Wait, how many albums do they have? I don't know, like five or something. I've only ever heard the one song. It only came up because it's random on YouTube. And I was like, I remember this song. (laughs) It's got some pretty decent guitar work. but. Damn, is the music video amazing? All it's right. right up your alley. Why? Why specifically me? All right, we'll check out next week for the Lost Lonely Boys. <laughs> All right. Thank-